Hello, True Believers, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of the 5Ws Recasting Couch. With news from the 2022 San Diego Comic-Con that a new Fantastic Four is now part of the MCU's Phase 6, we've decided to do our own take on who should be the new Fantastic Four team. My name is Marauding Macca, and I'm here with the amazing... AJ. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get started. (laughs) One, where, where? That was laid on thicker than I thought, but that's all right. <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> who? The superhero team, the Fantastic Four. Excelsior. Oh, I should have started with that. Oh, anyway. Finish with it. What? A new feature film planned for the MCU Phase 6. Where? Probably set on Earth, but it should go into space briefly at least, shouldn't it? Yes, the way they do it. Yes. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When? Planned to be released before... Oh, hang on, we should change that, shouldn't we? Planned to be released in 2025, was it? Or 24? Well, 2024. You read the date oh. I put up, 25, 25. We're close. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> Here we go. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I've never really been a fan of this bunch in any of their incarnations, be it comic books, animated series, or film versions. Why are they doing this, Maka? They spent a lot of money buying the rights back. So, uh, <laughs> what what is it? it's, 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 it's just the Avengers with training wheels. I mean, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get to it anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a family. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Who are the Fantastic Four? The Fantastic Four is a fictional superhero team appearing in comic books published by Marvel Comics. The team debuted in Fantastic Four number one, cover dated November 1961, helping usher in a new level of realism in the medium. It was the first superhero team created by artist slash co-plotter Jack Kirby and editor slash co-plotter Stan Lee, who developed a collaborative approach to creating comics with this title. Now... We can't say the first um, first superhero team ever, can we? Because I assume the Justice League probably existed before they did. So um, I assume, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, there's the Justice League. There's the Justice Society. That there's yeah. the Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Event, the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The four characters traditionally associated with the Fantastic Four who gained superpowers after exposure to cosmic rays. Pew pew pew. During a scientific <laughs> mission to outer space. Uh, Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, a scientific genius and leader of the group who can stretch his body into incredible lengths and shapes. Gee, I thought I saw that in The Incredibles. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the invisible woman, Susan, Sue Storm, who eventually married Reed, who can render herself invisible and project powerful invisible force fields and blasts. Then we have the human torch, Johnny Storm, Sue's younger brother, who can generate flames, surround himself with them, and fly. <laughs> and the monstrous <laughs> thing, or the thing, Ben Grimm, this grumpy but benevolent friend, a former college uh, football star, Reed's college roommate, and a good pilot who possessed tremendous superhuman strength, durability, and endurance due to his stone-like flesh. Since the 1961 introduction, the Fantastic Four has been portrayed as a somewhat dysfunctional yet loving family. 
breaking convention with other comic archetypes, the members squabbled, held grudges both deeply and petty, and abandoning anonymity <laughs> or secret identities in favor of celebrity status. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> They're also well known for their recurring encounters. You'll read my scripts before he actually does them one day. Uh, recurring encounters <laughs> with characters such as the villainous monarch. <laughs> there, there is a bit of Dr. Doom invader, you must admit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the planet devouring Galactus. The Kree Empire's ruthless and tyrannical enforcer, Ronan the, the Accuser. Was he a Fantastic Four villain, was he? I think Fantastic Four probably had a lot of, of the cosmic, because uh, mm. I, I guess they were the, sort of the, the first sort of space teams before Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. How do they get into Guardians, I wonder then? Oh, and, uh, who knows? Oh, um, it's probably a deal. <laughs> yeah. The, ne- the negative zone ruler, Annihilus, you know that one? I don't even yes, know. Yes, that's, that's the guy I was trying to talk about yesterday, the bug-looking guy. Oh, okay. Um, the sea-dwelling prince Namor, more on him later, <laughs> the space-faring <laughs> silver surfer, and the scroll warrior. You can fucking say that one. I'm not saying it. Clort? 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 Oh. I don't know. <laughs> who, who needs vowels, eh? <laughs> oh, let's keep going. The Fantastic Four have been adapted into other media, including four animated series and four live-action films. Okay, Macca is just... Look, I've already asked this question once. Macca is just going to give us a quick rundown of the Fantastic Four in comics and why they are so significant. Why why, why the love? I, I don't get it. You explain it to me. Is this the I'm reading now or not? Or just... No, no, just give me something. No, just off oh. the top of your head. Why? why, why? I, I think it's, it's like the Marvel's... First, was it... Is that, as going with that, is it is alliteration? Is that the right thing when they go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First family. Yeah. yeah. Of, of and as you said, yeah, it, it sort of it, it broke sort of uh, conventional family, you know, mum and dad sort of slightly dysfunctional. Uh, slightly dysfunctional, um, and 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 it's sort of like I, I think it sort of it sort of took on more of the space sort of sci sci fi uh, role yeah. of of the Marvel uh, universe instead of being you know street level sort of characters. Here we are we're going off into the space and we're getting our powers from you know mystic was it um, meta beams or something something like that yeah. whatever they it's yeah. called and whatever crap it is. I, yeah. And I think it's yeah sort of it sort of took on the the sort of. I guess you know the Flash Gordon or Buck Rogers sort of style of sci-fi space, okay. um, which storylines. Um, you know, you couldn't say they were the first ones to do it, but but generally, a lot of superheroes over the decades, but you know, around that era, were Earthbound. You know, it wasn't. Really oh, definitely Earthbound. Space, yeah, or, yeah. So I, I, I guess maybe fair enough there, and certainly. Um, a lot of people did follow them into space afterwards and all that sort of stuff, like oh, for sure. yeah. Captain Marvel and all that sort of thing. But but yeah, I, I just I, everybody just seems hell bent on the Fantastic Four. I just can't don't kind of get it. it. It's just it's just a bit to me. It's a bit kitschy. It's a bit campy. It's a bit. Um, I, I just don't know how they're going to shoot into the shoehorn it into the MCU very comfortably. And I I, I think the MCU is overloaded anyway. <laughs> well, we've we've lost our scientist sort of guy. Or main yeah. scientist, technology guy, mm-hmm. and the only one sort of left is is um, Bruce Banner. Like uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man's dead, so yeah, you need someone true. to take on the Iron Man role. Okay, the film history of the Fantastic Four. The less said about the animated series, the better. They were just cheap American garbage. Mm-hmm. The only funny thing I like to note is that in 
that the 1978 series replaced the character of the Human Torch with a robot named H-E-R-B-I-E, Herbie, humanoid experimental robot B-type integrated electronics. Because the 1978 television rights to use the character were tied up by a proposed television pilot movie in development by Universal Studios that ended up never being produced. So as, as we discussed yesterday, um, you hadn't heard that before, had you? So, yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's a strange one. So it kind of makes more sense than, than the Human Torch being censored, but, but it, it is still a strange one. But that's also why when you look at uh, it, it did happen with some cartoons. In the uh, with DC, with they had the Super Friends cartoon, and the Joker never turned up in that. And the reason why the Joker never turned up was they didn't have the rights to the Joker for some reason. They had the Riddler, they had a lot of other Batman films, oh. they just somehow didn't have the Joker. It's bizarre how these things can work sometimes. FF in cinema, a low-budget film was produced in 1992 by New Horizon Studios, owned by Roger Corman. The first Fantastic Four film was a cheap placeholder film that allowed the studio to keep the rights. It was never meant to be released and it's absolute garbage, I'm told. I watched some of it the other day. There was a lot of problems. Low budget was one of the problems, of course. Mm. One of the biggest problems I picked up on is the fact that Dr. Doom has nearly the same voice as baby Stewie from Family Guy, right down to the crappy <laughs> accent. Seriously. Oh <laughs> it's what he sounded like. So... Was fair, he Italian in that? Was supposed to be Italian or something in that? No, it was a British accent. British accent. Okay, sorry. Mm, I don't. I know mm. there was some other Marvel movie back in that time. And oh no, the red. It was the Red Skull. The Red Skull had a really dodgy Italian accent or something from memory. <laughs> it did, it did, I, I haven't seen it, but I just remember that was the 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 feedback. Um, no. I'm a lot going of, to kill you, Captain America. Yeah, there was something <laughs> really bad like that. I was just like, oh, maybe they got dear. German mixed up with Italian. <laughs> so ultimately what i looked at i looked at it and it's bad but i just had that feeling sorry oh this could be actually worse (laughs) you know what i mean it was it for 1992 (laughs) i was like man they probably nearly could have put that in 1992 and people wouldn't have cared in 2004 after constanson sub-licensed the film rights to 20th century fox a second fantastic four film entered production Fantastic Four was released in 2005. The second film was a big budget affair. It was a fairly good for the time, but has not aged well. I'm um, reading the script, people. I have not seen these. <laughs> haven't you seen them? No. Really? I think I've seen one of them. I think I've seen one of them and I've seen part of it. And it was, oh, I, felt, I thought it was like a pile of shit. And you could see that they had really badly reversed the film or flipped the film on, for one of the characters. Like oh, the... Really? Yeah, the either the Fantastic Four logo was flipped on the other, like wherever it was. Like I think I think the four was above the uh, the heart or like on the, on, on the chest okay. on the heart on that yeah. side, and and they flipped it on some other character, and it was like still there. Still, I know that, you know there's been some you know quick quick flick flick shots sort of thing, but flip yeah. flip shots, just to say. But this was just like that that just stood out. I was like, what's going on there? Like, this is a, oh. you know, major film. <laughs> what's going on? I, I, but yeah, I, sorry, I have not seen these. I, and I kind of refused to see them because they just, they looked hokey. They just sort of, I think after, I guess sort of the Batman, you know, camp, was it Batman yeah. Begins? Yeah. This like cheap, cheap well, knockoff. <laughs> yeah. They, they did, they kind of fit in with the, 
look and feel of the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. And well, the ones again, they haven't aged particularly well either, mm. but um, they, they kind of fit in with that. And that was um, um, the sequel, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, uh, was released in 2007. Uh, both of those films received mixed to negative reviews from critics, but they do earn a combined, combined $619 million worldwide at the box office. Um, production values had really slipped by the time the second film in this series was released. And it was by, by the time it came out, it was looking really dated with films like, you know, The Dark Knight, which also came out in 2007, um, really showing what comic book films should look like. You know, yeah. so it, 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 was, it was just, you know, if it had been 10 years earlier, they would have, got, would have gotten away with it fine. But they, they, were really, they really just were out of date at that time. Anyway. Due to 20th Century Fox's disappointment with the box office return of Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, a potential third Fantastic Four film and a Silver Surfer spin-off film were cancelled. In 2009, the development for a reboot was announced, directed by Josh Trank, Fantastic Four was released in 2015 and received largely negative reviews from both critics and audiences and AJ and myself, <laughs> as well as from Trank himself and became a box office bomb. The sequel was scheduled to be released in 2017, but it was cancelled. Uh, the fourth and most recent film, it, God, it was a disaster. Yeah. Um, the director, John, Josh Trank, was either quit or was sacked before it was finished. The studio reshot much of the film and did a lot of cuts to what he'd been complained and all that sort of stuff, an absolute disaster. And then you had in sort of like the 12, 24 hours before the movie came out, he got onto Twitter and started rubbishing the film. And it's like, man, you would think they just would have paid this guy enough yeah. to get him to STFU because, oh, my God. And, and he... He was like, oh, my version was much better. I don't, I don't believe that either for a second. I, I nah. think it was just shit one way or another. <laughs> so, Steaming why, pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. So so why bother again? I, I don't know. It's, it's, I wouldn't describe this film series as cursed, but I, I think it's just something that, um, I don't know. Anyway, so um, as, as Maka said at the start of the podcast, it's been announced today that it's um, they're going to start shooting next year the MCU version to come out the year after that. So we've been we've sat down and we've had a look at who we think should be cast in um, each of the major roles, each of the four major roles, and then we'll talk about villains and that sort of stuff. Uh, Macca and I have gone at it two different ways. Uh, Mac has just gone with just you know standard sort of current level casting. I I've tried to. <laughs> No, I'm not, no, I'm not, not being derogatory. You know what I mean? Um, you, yeah. you, you just want it old fuckwits though. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm just of the belief in this day and age, if you want to start something like this, you've got to start young. So that's why my cast is generally about 15 years older than Macca's cast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to start. Um, okay. Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. I've put... I, I think Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet would do a great job in this role. I, I, I think he's got the physicality. I think he's got the look to him. Um, I, I think he's, he's, got that, he's got that wiry sort of body. Mm. You know what I mean? Which would really yeah, lend yeah. itself to the stretchy stuff and all that sort of thing. That would be my call. What do you reckon about him for it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, as AJ said, he's going with more of the younger route. Um, yeah. 
I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, oh, like with Fantastic Four, they're sort of, you know, I think they, with that, the, the last movie, they sort of fell down with the, the cast being quite young. So maybe a lot of people might think there's still the smell of that would be on with a young cast, but I, but definitely Timothy Chalamet it yeah. would be fantastic as, as a Reed Richards. You, you remember what they did in the middle of that movie though, don't you? The last one they made. I, I seriously can't remember much. They, of in, in the middle of that movie, two thirds of the way through, through that movie, they put up the title card three years later. Oh, they did, did they? Yeah, and, and mm. that gave me the shits because I can't stand that sort of shit in movies. It, it bugs the <laughs> hell out of me. And, and they put up three years later. It's like, what? We, what we're just going to miss out on, on three years and we just got to pick it up. What? Uh, so mm. um, they, they did do that stunt, uh, almost to give them a little bit more maturity and that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, it, it can be a failing. I, I don't know. It, I, yeah, I agree they probably were too young, the cars I had, but I also think they didn't gel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it it. it Reed and Sue just didn't seem to be. There's no. There was no chemistry there. No, I, no, I, I, no I, I don't no. think for for yeah. for people who supposedly you know going to get yeah. married and the love yeah. interests. But yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. Okay, so who's your call for Reed Richards? Okay, my my call for Reed Richards is um. Everyone's probably going to groan here, but uh, John Krasinski uh, as Mister Fantastic Reed Richards. Uh, but this is. Before he was in Doctor Strange 2, I had already had Jim from The Office as my selection as Reed due to his role in A Quiet Place, where he played a very fatherly figure who was tinkering with repairing his daughter's hearing aid. So he got the role. That was a big shock for this Doctor Strange movie. And, yeah. but the, and, and most people were like, well, yeah, he'd be great. And because that was certainly the reaction of the cinema I was in. But there's already been speculation they might not keep him, which just sounds I know, which insane to me. Stupid, so, yeah. Yeah, it, it's so. I I don't know what they're thinking if they do do that, and and to be honest, I think it's gonna piss, it's gonna piss people off because you know he's oh, kind of sure. if they, if he's re, if he's recast. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if 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 he's like for for when I saw it. Did we? I, I can't remember. Did we see this together? I think we did. No, didn't no, we? No, 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 no. We didn't. I, I saw must it have gone on my phone then. I saw it before you and I had to shut up for 24 hours for God's sake. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. When I saw it, I gasped. I, I was like, yeah. holy shit. Like yeah. they kept that under the, you know, under yeah. the radar. Yeah. And, you know, for, because a lot of fans have been wanting um, him to be cast. As I said, my reason is because of how he is portrayed in a quiet place. But yeah, it's just seeing that. And to, now to sort of see if he's going to get recast somewhere. Uh, uh, yeah. as in another role i think that that's ridiculous by um the mcu yeah. this is this is where i really have to say to to the studio it's like oh come on just stick to your guns you know you, you yeah. went out on a limb yeah. and he cast him and now you want to ditch him it's just not right but anyway let's move on so we got the invisible woman susan sue storm and my selection for that character is is it anya or anya i don't know i think it's anya i think it's anya anya anya, 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 anya yeah. taylor joy as Sue Storm, I, I think, I, I think she just has that look to do the character. Um, you know what I mean? She, she's, she's just, I don't know. And yeah, and I, yeah I'd, I'd have to, I'll give you a tick on this, AJ. I like, yeah. she can. I, I think she's a little bit of a chameleon. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know she was in that chess movie, and I, I, th I don't think either of us have seen New Mutants, where she was um, magic. Uh, Ileana Rest. Rest. Rasputin, Colossus's uh, yeah. star, but 
I th- I think she 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 could pull this off. Definitely yeah. could pull this off. Yeah, and if they um, go with the young cast, I mean, I don't yeah, want to yeah, say if they go that direction. Uh, yeah. If if John Krasinski is is is, is um, Mr. Fantastic, she she'd look more like his daughter. So yeah, <laughs> but saying that, and I think that's that, I think that's why I sort of didn't want to see the other Fantastic Four films with Jessica Alba because she looked like she could be um, yeah the other yeah. Mr. Fantastic's daughter. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. It's like, yeah, yeah. There were cast some casting issues of those films. That that wasn't the worst one. The worst one was a certain Australian. But anyway, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Doom is like Jesus Christ. But um, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. So you know, it really it really depends on which way they want to go with these films. And and maybe they I don't know. Maybe they have my way of thinking. Maybe they do want to go with a younger cast if they are going to recast. I don't know. It depends on how much bang for their buck they're planning on get out, getting out of the Fantastic Four. But I, I yeah. think anybody signing up for it would, would at the minimum be looking at 10 years in the role. So, yeah. um, you know, probably possibly 15 years, which, which is a big chunk out of anybody's life. So that's why I've gone for the younger ones. Who's My your- uh, Invisible Woman, Sue Storm, is, ta-da, Emily Blunt. <laughs> Emily would be perfect as Sue after she was unable to be the original actress wanted by the MCU's Black Widow due to contract issues. We know she can do action as seen recently in A Quiet Place and originally in Edge of Tomorrow. I didn't. Plus, she is married to John Krasinski in real life. They might get sick of working with each other. They've already done enough films <laughs> together, haven't they? I didn't know that about her with Black Widow. Yeah, she, she was... I can't remember what she was... Co- contracted to in regards to like she was she, she was offered it i think she's like oh, i'd probably like to but she and uh, and i think she was contracted to something like really bad like there was oh. i think she was sort of, sort of i think back in the day you either signed up to a franchise or you might have signed up to say i've signed up to warner brothers for four films and it depends on whatever you know whatever four films they want me to be in I'll, you know oh. I'll, I'll be in it sort of thing but there, there was just something she was contracted to that she that couldn't get, get out, out of, of. Oh, and because okay. I think there was also maybe talk of her being maybe Catwoman back in the day too, but I think due to contract mm. issues, yeah. um, okay. she couldn't. But yeah, I, I find I mean, even though she sort of said no, no, no in the role to it, I think we've also had uh, John in the past saying no, I'm not Mister Fantastic, and then theory is in Doctor Strange too, and yeah, I, I reckon there's you know behind the scenes these two are probably already signed up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, moving on. Uh, my selection for the Human Torch, Johnny Storm. I've selected um, Ty Sheridan. Now, Ty Sheridan does sort of, kind of, maybe have some history with the. Um, uh, it's not really Marvel movies. Yeah. Let's just say Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, as a Marvel <laughs> character, as a Marvel character, because he played Cyclops in the um, uh, X Men First Class series of films. So I. I, I to, to my liking, he never really had much to do in those films anyway. He was, no, you know, no. because apart from wasted, him, yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely wasted in that. So I'd be quite happy to, to see him get a second chance. Um, as uh, Johnny Storm, I, I think once again, he fits in with this age group that I've selected. I, mm. I think he's got the right demeanor, I think he's just got the right look to him, that sort of thing. I think he'd be great in it. So, um, it'd just be really interesting to see him in that role. And I've got a time remaining thing on the um, Zoom meeting. We've only got nine minutes left to go. What? Yeah, I know. News to me. Anyway, let's keep going. Okay. Um, we'll we'll just run it again if we have to. Yeah. So what do you what do you think about him as it? 
I, I think he's a good choice. I mean, I completely forgot about him, which is unfortunate because he was quite forgettable in the, well, they made him forgettable in the um, X-Men movies. I think Cyclops has never really got a good go in the X-Men movies. No, I he I hasn't, think. no. I, and I think- he's supposed to be like the major dude of the X-Men. And it's just like, I don't know why from a film point of view, they can't get him right. Overshadowed by Wolverine in the first ones, I think. True, um, true. That's true. Include, including with uh, Gene. So <laughs> I, I, I think that's just that sort of factor. I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it, it's weird. Maybe they just don't know what to do with his superpowers. I don't know. It, it's that sort of thing. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, what's her name um, in the original X-Men movies? Um, Halle Berry. She was really wasted in most of them. Yeah, well. Storm was wasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, we are. Well, Mystique gets all this scream time, so go figure. <laughs> so yeah, so who's your call? and she's and she's sort of a B grade Mystique in the comics, but anyway, yeah, let's move on. We're not yeah. we're not here for X Men. We're here for Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah, uh, my yeah. Human Torch, Johnny Storm, is uh, Dacre Montgomery, Billy from Stranger Things, played the smooth and hot pool lifeguard, and surely could bring that element to hothead Johnny. I, I'm just saying in the context of can they actually sign him as as in will he be forced to come back and do more Stranger Things? Well, it sounds like that's not the case. So that's it, it, it'd that- be he'd be able to do this and and do a, a, a Stranger Things cameo if if, oh, okay. if still required. Yeah, all right. Um, well, I'm cool. sure. I just wanted to check on that. <laughs> yeah, good choice. I need to I need to catch up on Stranger Things. So I'll, I'll more or less have to take your word for this one. I, I think. Uh, I think I think Johnny Storm is is an interesting character to cast. I think there, there's a lot of young men who could actually do the character. Although you know, which person very cheekily said they would come back and play the character? <laughs> yeah, Chris. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back and play him now. I was like, oh. Well, God. I mean, I could see him as a Mister Fantastic these days, but like, I think I don't think you could get <laughs> no. away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could. You, you just couldn't. It's like. You'd have to have the character say, hang on, you look like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. Um, all right. So the thing, Ben Grimm, um, here's my probably most out of left field sort of casting that I bet nobody's probably thought of or will ever think of. <laughs> but but I, I, I just think it would be fascinating. And that would be Rico Rodriguez, who played, who did he play? Um, Manny. He played Manny in Modern Family as the thing Ben Grimm, I just think that would have the potential to be a really good bit of casting. Like I say, it, it, it's good because it's um, thinking outside the box in regards to, you know, he's not a white guy sort of thing. He's Hispanic, mm. um, that sort of thing, which I think is really good. And I, I just think it's that sort of thing where, like I say, just so, sometimes when you give people who are known for comedic roles, sometimes when you shove them in the dramatic roles, all of a sudden they, they really shine. You know what I mean? It, it, it's like yeah. all oh, he's, he's a good actor. I, yeah. I, he was probably pretty much the only sort of part. Him and Jay are the only reasons I sort of really in, enjoyed yeah. um, watching Modern Family. I, I hated yeah. I hated Manny's mum. She, she was just a <laughs> bimbo airhead wearing high yeah. heels all the time. It was like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my call. Like I say, it's out of left field. I really doubt it would happen. But, but I... I only doubt it would happen because I don't think anybody would have the genius like me to, to look at it and go, give the kid a go. <laughs> well, I like your I like your call from um, the dude from Sweet Tooth that you, you mentioned. Yeah, well, that, 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 that one popped in this. my head after. That's another good one, yeah, I think. That, that would be a good one. The, the guy from Sweet Tooth, can't remember the actor's name, but, you know, big guy. I, I think he'd be great in the role 
Um, and he, he's not tied to the MCU at the moment. So, and he, you no, know, not yet. <laughs> might know Robert Downey Jr. somehow, but, um, <laughs> but that would be another good casting as well. It, it and, you know, Ben Grimm, you know, in some ways is probably one of the tougher ones to cast because you don't want some, you, you want somebody who's going to fill that role literally, but not take it too far the other way. So yeah, I think, I think either one I've put down to be really good in the role. So yeah, anyway, let's move on. Who's your call? Cool. My, my The Thing and Ben Grimm is Pablo Schreiber or Schreiber, however you say Schreiber. it. Schreiber. Schreiber. Ben is the jock pilot and Master Chief Pontash is the perfect for is a perfect guy for this role. Yeah, I, I can see that. It, it, I, I still lean a little bit more towards a more obvious sort of, yeah, he obviously would be good at it. Um, mm. I, I, I can see him doing it. I can see um, the thing is when, when they, when they've done the thing in the previous movies, the, the guy is whoever plays the thing ends up being really buried in the CGI or makeup or, ma- yeah. or mask sort of thing. If, if it was something like Pablo, I'd, I'd really want to be able to see more of him coming through a little bit. You know what I mean? Cause I, I think he, he's that sort of actor. He would just need not, you know, not see his face, but just make it look a little bit more like him sort of thing more so even than the ones I chose for the role. I think he's just that sort of guy, but um, yeah, I, I think he'd be great in the role. He's certainly got the voice um, for mm. it because um, I don't know about the guy from Sweet Tooth, but I, I think with um, Rico, I think you would probably have to uh, electronically modify. He'd just, just deepen his voice a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, which, oh, can be, sure. which can yeah, be yeah. done, which can be done. It, it, it would work. But um, yeah, Pablo. I think they did with it with Jamie, didn't they? Jamie Bell. Oh, they had to, <laughs> they had to. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, once again, I don't want to go back to that one for too long. I think Jamie Bell was actually a bit miscast there because yeah, you know, just, just a white guy playing the part. It's like, not really. You want you want somebody who's got a larger sort of appearance. Presence. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you mm. to become the thing. You really do need to do that sort of thing. So anyway, so uh, now we'll just have a quick discussion about who do you think should be the villain for this film? You got to go with Doctor Doom over everybody else that we haven't sort of seen in the MCU so far. Like he is the iconic Doctor Doom villain. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I do see it, but I, I'm also so like, oh, it'd be nice to have somebody. You know, you know what I mean? Just, just to have something a bit different, um, mm. that sort of thing. But you know, I will admit, it, you know, my second choice, of course, after Doctor Doom would be Galactus, but. You got to kind of work up to him, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. so, so to have uh, it would be tough, but I don't know. I think, uh, you know, even though I don't think it's going to be the case with with the with the phases five and six stuff they've announced for the MCU stuff today, I, I think Galactus would be a good sort of like Thanos sort of equivalent for yeah. um for just a prolonged sort of building up to a main villain sort of thing, given his scope and scale and all that sort of stuff. So um, okay, so any other any other villains you'd pull up relatively quickly apart from Galactus and um, Doom? Well, I think we mentioned uh, we're gonna we're gonna say his name wrong again. Was it Analis? Analis? Yeah, yeah, whatever. He's supposed to be another uh, sort of Fantastic Four major villain, but yeah, I I I just don't think you can go past Doctor Doom before you know you you go with the full other sort of cast of fantastic four plus it plus it gives and the mcu uh their version like they're the definitive version and and sort of all that other stuff didn't exist yeah <laughs> we'll do the proper version 
and 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 I, and I guess by doing that, they, they can do the proper version, and then he can, you know, um, he can just also be a villain for anybody as well. Because yeah. um, as as long as they don't do this stupid fucking thing and try and kill him, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, so we couldn't find the body. I can cope with that because that's usually how they do the thing with Doctor <laughs> Doom. But because um, I, I think I told you that one of the Spider-Man animated series back in the seventies or eighties, Doctor Doom was the main Spider-Man film. That's how I first got yeah, to know that, Doctor that's Doom. That's weird. But so there's I probably know. there's probably rights issues. There probably back was then a as rights well. issue. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet it probably was a rights issue or something like that. That or they were just looking for a real super heavy. I think because it was around the time they're probably looking for somebody Darth Vader. Actually, that's probably what they were true. For. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So don't forget, forget after Star Wars came out, they all wanted a Darth Vader. So it could have been that as well. So anyway, to the same. Okay. Potential casting for Dr. Doom. I would go with John David Washington, who is the son of Denzel Washington. Uh, he starred in Tenet a couple of years ago. Uh, he's done a few other movies and that sort of thing. I think he would be good as Dr. Doom. I know he's a little bit older than the others. I know, and I know Dr. Doom is supposed to be their high school friend. Just make it that Dr. Doom's their lecturer, you know. It's just, <laughs> just yeah, just, no, you, you can get away with that. You get away with that. <laughs> just just somebody they know academically. Um, I, I think it needs to be um a, an actorly actor, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It needs to be somebody who's Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> To the, to the not to the fantastic formabile, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's essentially what I'm saying. And I'm not saying he has to have this big booming British accent coming out or any shit like that. But I'm I'm just saying it it needs that refined sort of quality in an actor. I'm not saying other actors can't do it, but you know what I mean. I I just think he would be. Yeah, he would be the ideal sort of thing I would find for that sort of thing. And, and I, I and it might put him off the fact that, you know, once he becomes Dr. Doom, he should be stuck in that mask for the rest of time. But um, I, I think he's one of those guys who could actually act through that mask. You know what I mean? True. But I've I've got I've got issues with his casting. I'm sorry, AJ. Oh, you want me to get some tissues for your issues? Tell me about <laughs> it. Dr. Doom's from Latvia, oh, which is oh. in Europe. <laughs> Never had a Latvian. Never had a Latvian accent in any of the animated <laughs> shows. In any uh, of well, now, that's what I mean. They'll, they'll do it properly. They'll do it properly now. And also, how many other black bad guys do we have to have in the MCU? When we've got Kang, we've got the uh, was it the guy it's from in Black awesome. Panther was a black guy. Let's make awesome. the black guys Kang, good guys. Kang was awesome. <laughs> Uh, I, I look. I, I'm not even taking that in because once again, once he's buried in that mask, it doesn't matter what he is. Um, I know. It, 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 but I, I just think well, let's have summoned Denny Baker. Then. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, we mentioned that because that's a name that has been bandied around, probably by Simon Baker Ooh. Denny. But <laughs> <laughs> true, <laughs> true. But, but, but after the Julian McMahon fiasco, where I was like. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, never just, again for an Aussie. <laughs> yeah, just, just Julian's normal speaking voice coming out of that Doom mask. I was like, oh, that's scary and intimidating. Oh, my God. My dad used to be Prime Minister of Australia. Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, if you know better, who would you say? My Dr. Doom, Victor Von Doom, would be Carl Urban. Judge Dredd is perfect for this role, using a mashup of him as Butcher from The Boys and Bones from Star Trek. 
Yeah, he wouldn't be bad. He'd, he'd be, he'd be, look, I, I, he'd be good in the role. He'd be great in the role. Um, once again, and you wonder that Shakespearean type actor, he can oh, do that. Oh, <laughs> let's do the Kiwi accent, cars. But <laughs> <Hey, bro. laughs> look, he, he'd be good at it. Um, and you know, I'm, and I'm sure there's probably plenty of other actors who'd be great as a Doctor Doom anyway. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he was but, the, he was but, off the top of my head. Yeah, no, that's all right. But but and, and if he fits in with the age group you're you're running with, you know, the old with my age group so, too. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, if he fits in with them, I, I think, like I said, um, John David Washington's probably a little bit older than my ones, but that could be worked in. So, I'd, I'd rather John Washington as uh the new Black Panther, or as a new Black Panther. But, but let's not get into that <laughs> right now. so um uh, yeah and then and okay and the other choice uh uh, it's not a formal choice the other guy i thought would be good at once again he's way out of the age range now i (laughs) I actually would love to hear sam neil's voice coming out of the dr doom mask because if you've seen sam neil as a bad guy in event horizon it's like oh he could do it he could really really do it um, you know, quite a, quite often he's, it's rarely in his career as Sam Neill being called up to play a bad guy, but when he does, he can actually have a really sort of serious and sinister sort of tone to him, and uh, very very chilling, and he, like he was in Event Horizon. So that that's another one I would give it to. Maybe I don't know. True, but but he's but he already is contracted to the MCU. Yes, I know. That's <laughs> Odin. <laughs> he wouldn't want to play anybody else in the MCU. So. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, anything to add? I think we can just about wrap it up there. Yeah, that's that's good. Like like as yeah. we said, we we sort of had this plan before the announcement, and it's good that we've you know it's it's now been announced that there's a, there's a fantastic four film on the way. We'll get our fan fiction casting in before the actual announcements, and I think that's a cool thing for the five Ws. One one of these days we will get one right, but <laughs> God, <laughs> God only knows when or how. But <laughs> I don't mind. I because I, 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 I think we we I think we pick some good alternatives anyway. So oh uh, for sure yeah. And and they should, what they should do is just um give us the rights to make a what if series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this person had to be cast in the role. <laughs> Okay, we'll leave it there. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. Excelsior! That's that's geek for bye. (laughs) 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 (laughs)